0: A man was sitting at his breakfast table reading his newspaper when his wife uh, kind of nonchalantly sauntered into the kitchen there and matter-of-factly stated, you have forgotten what today is, haven't you? And of course, defensively, I have not. She walked out the other door to go into her room to get ready and he quickly got his keys and left before he was challenged on... Uh, he could remember uh, what the day was and he thought well throughout the day today I'll figure it out he's looking at the calendar and thinking all day it's not an anniversary it's not the kid's birthday it's not Valentine's Day. He just couldn't figure it out. All day he's wondering what in the world it is, but he figured I better not take any chances. So on the way home, he stopped and got a dozen roses and a box of chocolates. And, and uh, he came in and, and walked into the kitchen where she was preparing the evening evening meal. And he said, surprise. And he presented her with and uh, chocolates. And he says, oh, honey, this is the best Groundhog Day ever. We we all have a challenge with our memory, uh, with being able to remember things. That's uh, one guy said. Uh, you know, I have graphic memory. The problem for a lot of us, we, we just challenge to re- remember things. But regardless of uh, your strength or ability uh, to remember, we're going to try and motivate you or challenge you with regards to memorization today. As we conclude this series of lessons uh, on the mind. And uh, we've studied and looked at many aspects of the mind this morning. We're looking at the committed mind and Regardless of what the world teaches you I, about life and about success and being victorious in this life, the Word of God very clearly tells us uh, that good success comes from the Word of God. Joshua 1 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. We find good success in proportion to our commitment to the Word of God. Uh, Meditating on the Word of God, memorizing the Word of God, making it a part of our life. Now, I had no idea six months ago when I committed to this course of study, these 13 weeks that we've looked at the mind, I did not know that this lesson was on Scripture memory you certainly wouldn't have got it from the title. Uh, the title is The Committed Mind. I presumed that the lesson was on being fully committed to God. Like, okay, we've studied the mind, now let's, let's set our mind. Let's, like Jesus Christ... Uh, As as a flint, I mean, just purpose, the mind is going to go and go and not give in, give up, or give out. We're going to be a mind that's committed to God, amen? That's that's the direction I thought this lesson was going, and when I began to study, I thought, whoa, had nothing to do with that at all uh, from the title there, but uh, I guess the idea of committed mind is committed Scripture to mind is what he's uh, trying to say. And so uh, it's very interesting, though, because our theme for next year is so bountifully... So bountifully, which we'll give you a lot more information on that as we have our vision night and so on, but uh, with regards to that, sowing bountifully, one aspect that I was going to and had in my scheduled plans to take some time and deal with sowing Scripture into our lives, with, with spending time memorizing the Word of God, that was in my plans, my intent for this coming year, and we have several things planned that are going to help you with that, but I thought it was quite interesting how in God's uh, timing this laid out as just an introductory or uh, conclusion of this year, introducing, bringing in next year, just to get us maybe thinking about this as we launch off into this year. So let's look at these scriptures that uh, talk to us about our heart and about our mind, that challenge us to uh, commit God's Word to our heart. Deuteronomy 6.6, Miss Trudy. These words are going to be in thine heart. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen. Is that you? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I skipped that one. Uh Psalms 1, nineteen eleven. You're you're correct. Have I my heart, I not sin again. Okay. Again, having God's word in your heart is is key to maintaining a right relationship to not sinning against God. Romans chapter ten and verse number eight. He says, hey, the word is nigh. It's right here. It's in my mouth, right right at the clip, uh, you know, on the edge of my tongue. Uh, have you found uh, times in your life where people ask you a question and you said, oh, wait, there's a verse about that, but you just can't quite call it to memory. You can't quite find the reference. You can't quite get it there. He's saying, hey, this is right here. It's on the edge of my mouth. It's right in my heart. The words which we're able to preach because they're right there. Colossians 3.16. Bo. Let the word of Christ dwell in uh, in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts, O Lord. Yep, let the word of uh, Christ dwell in you richly. My wife had all she can take. Five minutes and she's like, like, I'm out. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure there's something going on in Sunday school that they need some uh, help covering a teacher or something, but... uh, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. That's what we need, the Word of Christ to dwell in our heart and to dwell there richly. So we're going to talk about this and give you some real just practical things about memorizing Scripture this morning. First of all, specify uh, it's important to start. you got to start somewhere, right? What a better time to introduce this than when we're coming into a new year. You can kind of think about it and say, you know what, I want to memorize some Scripture this coming year. Uh, Set a time to start. It's important. A specific point in time. Uh, You know, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. And you need to uh, plan to do something. The fact of the matter is very little uh, is accomplished in our life outside of us planning to do it. Very little happens that we haven't set our mind to, that we have not committed and said, okay, this is how I'm going to do this, this is when I'm going to do this, I'm going to get to this on Thursday, whatever it is, if we haven't planned it, if there's been things on our gonna do list for a long time, you know, sometime I'm going to do this, but uh, you know, we're going to set a time and say, hey, this is when I'm going to do this. Now, you can work on your memory any particular time that's useful, any useful time, any time that you're free. Just find a time to do it. Most effective will be a set time, a, a uh, consistent time. If you can set a time and say, okay, this is the time I'm going to work on Scripture memory. It's going to be this day, this time, every week, I'm going to do Scripture memory. This time, every day, I'm going to work on Scripture memory. Um, just set a time. Uh, you need to specify a place. Specify a place to try. You want a place that's going to limit the distractions. Limit the distractions. There's lots of distractions in our life. You know, you can you can work on scripture memory uh, driving down the road in, in an empty car. You can work on scripture memory standing in line at the grocery store. I have worked on scripture memory standing in line at, uh, at Hershey Park and at Six Flags. I mean, those lines are 45 minutes, an hour <laughs> long, you know, you're there for a while. But that's not really where you want to really try and commit things to memory. That's just kind of more like review and a place to just, hey, I'm just going to run through my verses real quick since I'm standing here. Uh, that's a whole lot more profitable than running through a few YouTube videos, Amen. Uh, now, I, I do that too, so uh, not knocking you, I'm just saying that wh- where's what's going to be the most valuable investment of our time, uh, maybe uh, run through some scripture memory. So you can do scripture memory any place, uh, but if you're going to get serious about it, you want a place that you have very little to no distractions, that you can really commit some uh, focused energy toward. Uh, of course, Christ sets the example where he took time alone, got alone, where he was by himself and could commit time to spending time with the Lord. In Matthew fourteen twenty three, he says, And when He had set the multitudes away, He went up into the mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, He was there alone. You know, in today's world, many of us resist being alone. We, we resist the, the quiet place. Uh, is just our makeup, our nature today is to be in the middle of it, to be in the thick of it, to always be doing something, to no dead space or no dead air. I mean, we want something going on all the time. Some people come into the house and the first thing they do is turn the television on just for noise, just for something happening in, in the home. We don't, we don't want it to be quiet, and, and we need it quiet if we're going to get alone with God. Uh, someone has said the difference between uh, genius And an average person is what they do while everyone else is sleeping. What they do while everyone else is sleeping. My boys and I were having a conversation about this this week. And uh, Tim's like, do you know, a lot of people say they got to sleep eight hours a day. If you sleep eight hours every single day, you have slept a third of your life away. (laughs) And I said, this is true. This is true. You know, uh, how how much time uh, do we give to sleeping and how much more valuable would it be to give it to uh, spending time with the Lord? Uh, So we see secondly here an inclusive system, an inclusive system. You want to consider the teacher, consider the teacher. Jesus Christ is the greatest teacher. He set the example for us. Uh, He set the pattern for us. And we know that Jesus Christ was very skilled in using the scriptures, you say, well, I suppose so. He was the scripture incarnate, right? And so you're like, oh, that's not fair. He was, he was scripture. I mean, that, that's hard, hard example, hard standard to set, Pastor. Well, uh, I understand, but he is the great teacher. He often used the scriptures to defend against Satan, to, to stand when temptation came, and uh, he used the scriptures skillfully. And we ought to use the scriptures skillfully. Uh, you know, I remember Christ said, he quoted Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse number 3 uh, when Satan came to him and tempted him uh, concerning, uh, you know, his hunger. And he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Having Scripture right, on, right at hand, ready in your mind to be used to defend against Satan and to give you strength to stand when, when other things would cause you to fall. Use Scripture skillfully. When we have committed Scripture to memory, we'll have it ready at hand. Choose a topic. I would encourage you to memorize topically. Uh, Find a topic that's going to be a help to you, something you're interested in, uh, you know, maybe an area that you're struggling. So I'm struggling in this, so I need to get some scripture to help me stand in this area. Maybe a particular area of sin that you're facing or dealing with, or maybe something that you just want to understand better or know more about. Maybe like heaven, you want to know more about heaven. Well, pick a couple of scripture verses that talk about heaven or about going there. Um, you know, maybe you need some scripture to answer uh, the critic in your family or at work uh, regarding a particular thing. And, you know, when, when you next are confronted by them, you'll have scripture at hand to present to them instead of just your thoughts or just your ideas. You can say, well, the word of God says, and listen, the authority is in the word of God. It's not in ourself. And so having that at hand to be able to use, you say, you know what? I need some, some scripture to be able to give this. There's some areas that you might, you know, maybe pride you're dealing with or worry uh, or selfishness. Maybe you want to know more about the virgin birth or about salvation. Uh, you know, you can find things and say, well, I need some scripture on this. There is uh, a, we gave these away several years ago, Bible Answers for Every Need, And uh, this is just basically a topically organized book. Here's the armor of God, and here is, looks like maybe 10 verses on the armor of God. Um, Here's death, uh, deliverance, fellowship, forgiveness, glorifying God, heaven, hell, holiness, justification, love, lust, marriage, murmuring, peace of God, prayer, pride, redemption, repentance, Satan, seeking servitude, uh, suffering, temptation. Tithing, truth, unbelief, witnessing. There's a lot of scriptures in here divided topically. You also can, really at hand, uh, almost on any device, uh, you can have a concordance, and the concordance will give you topically. You say, Man, I need some scripture on that. How do I find it? Well, you get into God and use a concordance or use a, a, a topical Bible. Uh, you can use those, and they'll, they'll give you some verses on that, and pick ones that are meaningful to you and uh, that have that you understand to be able to share. List them out and start committing them to memory. Um, Then you also need to get a method of review, a method of review and practice. Uh, You know, find some way to review them, to practice them. You could do something uh, old-fashioned like this. This is my scripture memory cards from when I was in college. These are dated 2-1-1994. These are my scripture memory cards, and I always left them in these because then I could just flip through them and just go one to the next, one to the next. Uh, I put the reference on the back and the scripture verse on the front, and uh, I could flip through them like that. I also could put here how many times I had quoted it after I had committed it to memory, my review schedule and stuff like that I kept on the back. Um, So this is from 1994, this is from about 2005, much newer uh, book, uh, but very similar, just a pattern to uh, keep and remember and start going through these verses, having them memorized. Uh, writing them does help you. Just getting them, writing them out yourself will help you to start in the more uh, senses you can involve in the process, uh, the easier it will be to remember. Uh, I also have uh, this, which is this I just cut in half so that I could keep it with me all the time. So I could review it. This is uh, (laughs) pre-smartphone. This is uh, pre-apps. So carrying this around with you all the time. I use these for a number of years. Um, But in 2012, I started using an app on the phone. And the apps uh, are very uh, functional. But any plan only works if you work the plan. That's the thing. It doesn't, I mean, one downside about the apps is they make it so simple that they do everything for you that you're not investing any energy into it, and uh, all of a sudden you're not doing it. The the, the apps are great. They'll work. They, they help you to review uh, they keep track of your review process. If you haven't looked at a particular verse, it'll say it's been six weeks since you've reviewed this verse. Uh, you know, it's been twelve weeks since you reviewed this verse, and so it ke- keeps your verse schedule. You're like, oh, I got to get into these verses and review these ones. You know, and uh, it'll it, you'll, you'll have the ones you're working on for memory, and then you have the ones you're reviewing, and uh, you can organize them topically so that you have topically ready in your mind uh, scripture for when uh, you need it. You know, so have some form of review or practice, have something established that works for you. Now listen, this is not Vacation Bible School. Uh, This is not a, uh, nobody's going to be handing out any ribbons. Uh, Nobody's going to be patting you on the back and saying, good job, and we're not giving away any uh, um, certificates in church on Sunday. But there's reward in memorizing scripture because it's obedience to God. He said, uh, listen, hide God's word in your heart. Hide God's word in your heart. Are we committing Scripture to memory and putting any effort or work into this? It's vitally important that we be doing that. Let's start memorizing Scripture, committing it to memory. So we see here, thirdly, that the intent of sound, the intent of sound, the idea here is that we need to be audible in our memory. Quote the verse out loud. This morning I came in here uh, and I was walking up and Miss Trudy said, Hello. And I said hello, and she's like, "Oh, are you okay?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm doing fine." She said, "Your voice sounds kind of gravelly." I says, "Oh, I was just preaching through this morning's message, so I was <laughs> my voice is a little gravelly." She's like. She's like, uh, well, I said I was just preaching. And uh, there was a couple of questions about what I was preaching. I said, oh, no, I'm preaching through this morning's message. I preached through it two or three times long before I preach it to the to the church. I was, I was just walking around this morning and saying, God wants you. Amen. We're going to, we need we've had some fire for Jesus. And I was just walking around preaching, you know, and then people come in and I get more civilized and, yeah. <laughs> you know, get get quiet and anything. Uh, but I hadn't spoke since I was walking around the auditorium doing that. and so. It, Came out, but listen. uh, That helps me a lot when I go back to preach it. That I have preached it out loud. That it wasn't just in my mind. That I've gone through it and I've preached it out. I've said it out loud, and that'll help you in your scripture memory. Again, involving more senses. The more senses you involve, the easier it will be to commit things to memory. Although the Bible tells us very clearly many times that we're to hear the word of God. Luke eleven twenty eight says, but. Uh, yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Hear the word of God and keep it. Therefore, whosoever, Matthew seven twenty four. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. Again, hearing the word of God, making a point to hear the word of God. Revelation three twenty two. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. And so we ought to be hearing the word of God. So it would be good for us if we're going to work on Scripture memory to do so audibly, to say it out loud. It will help you. And there's a reward for application. Let me encourage you, get verses that mean something to you. Apply them to your life. Get, get it something directly applicable to your life and your situation. That'll be a lot easier to remember than something randomly uh, out there just, oh, this is a good verse, and you, you start randomly memorizing a verse, but there's no context there. There's no application to your own life. There's no personal meaning. And without that, you're not really going to grab a hold of it and retain it. There needs to be that personal application. Somehow tie it to your life. Um, then uh, there is great reward for application. Uh, the plan that works the best is the plan that you work Uh, And so find one that works for you and and get after it. Take time, put energy into it, put work into it so that you can memorize Scripture. Now I know we've got people here all ages. And remember back uh, a few years ago as a church we were memorizing a verse every month. One verse a month. We did that for three years. Because we had a three-year Bible reading schedule we were working on, and every, every month we memorized a verse, and there was many people that participated in that. But you know, in three years, there's some that in three years, they never did memorize a verse. But you know, uh, of course, they're like, Oh, Pastor, you know, in my memory, I can't, I can't do it. But uh, Miss Lois, who was in her 90s, yes. would come in and say, Pastor, I got my verse memorized. And she would say her verse to me every month. Had her, had her verse memorized. Here's a lady in her 90s, still committing Scripture to memory. And what it, what it commits com, comes down to, I know it's not as easy as it was when you were 10 or 20. And they're like, Pastor, or 50. You know, it's a, that was a long time ago for some of you. And you're like, it's a lot harder now. I understand. That's going to take a little bit more work. But there's reward in committing the, the time and energy and effort to it. And so it's worth, it's worth doing. Some verses are harder to memorize than others. Some are easy. Some are quick. Don't get frustrated. Just keep working at it. Just commit some time to it. Uh, it's worth the effort. The Word of God is precious. Proverbs thirty-three verses 14 and 15 says, For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, the gain thereof than fine gold. She's more precious than rubies, and all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared to her. Of course, in context of this, she's talking about wisdom, but we know wisdom comes from the Word of God, committing the Word of God to memory. So there's a interesting shift. Uh, we can use the body's rhythm to help memorize Scripture as well. Um, and we've already said this, but the more senses you use, the more it will help you remember. Um, you know, little children are able to commit to memory uh, songs even before they read. How? Why? Because it's put to a rhythm of music, and they, they're in, in uh, using their senses, and it starts, it's audible, it's aloud, and they commit these songs to memory. Well, you and I, uh, we can commit things to memory as well, and uh, I would encourage you, when you're working on memory, it would help you to walk, to be walking. Find a place to walk and do your memory while you're walking. It'll help you remember. It'll come faster that way. Also, you get the added benefit of some exercise. See, you are killing two birds with one stone. You are you are you know hitting a home run there. You're getting double blessing there. You're meditating on the Word of God, memorizing some Scripture, and at the same time getting some exercise and uh, staying healthy physically. So it's a good thing. Uh, you know, have and use your body's routine. Incorporate movement uh, to aid in your memorization. There's benefit to it. Uh, It takes intense study. It takes intense study. We've mentioned this already, but the idea of uh, having a will to review it, you've got to be willing to spend some time and to review it. You've heard the saying, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Uh, I was talking to uh, Fred today out in the foyer and He was talking about how, you know, going to the gym and he goes to the gym every morning and does a little bit of exercise. And that's a good thing. You know, you don't you you don't use it. You lose it. All your strength and the ability that you have. If you don't get out and start using it, you're going to lose it. Uh, How many of you can remember? uh, Well, let me ask you this way. How many of you forgot pretty much everything you learned in school? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I mean, I know as a general rule, you know, but. I mean, you take a fifth grader, you know that old show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? You have a fifth grader come home with their homework and hand it to you and say, can you help with this? Um, <clears throat> I don't think you have to do homework today. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're going go to we're gonna go to the mall or something. I mean, you're looking at, if you're like, fifth grade homework, how? what in the world? How, how um, you know, you just don't use it, you lose it. It's not something you're all the time, something that you've uh, got in your mind, you know, this week, I had to uh, write down my parents' address. Uh, and I, for the life of me, I could not remember the zip code for Chesterton, 46304. I lived there for seven years as an adult. And for many, many years, it was readily right on the tip of my tongue. I mean, anybody asked a you know, zip for Chesterton, it would come out. And uh, But I'm sitting there in my office, I'm trying to write this address down. And I had to text Mary and say, what's the zip for Chesterton? <laughs> Because I hadn't used it in so long, you know, and and that's something that I used regularly for many years, and but it's been some years since I needed it. So what I'm saying is, without review, you're going to lose it. You can't just say, "Oh, I memorized that verse." Everybody here's got verses that they committed to memory, and they're gone. Uh, you don't remember them. And uh, so we've got to have some system of review, plan, uh, and have a system review. As I mentioned, the apps that are available today, there's many different scripture memory apps that are available. Uh, experiment with a couple and see see what you like. Uh, they even the apps even have games in them. They they, they will play games and leave words out, and you got to find the word they left out. Uh, they will. It, there's all kinds of different games that are part of the of the memorization process that you can use. To you, and you have to give the reference, or they'll give you the reference audibly, and you have to uh, say the the verse. I mean, so there's lots of different ways of review. So an app can really help with that. Um, but set up some type of system. Uh, review your script if you once you commit something to memory, you ought to review it at least once a week for a while. Once you've really got it down, then you could move it. After a while of having it on once a month, you move it to. Uh, once every three months or once every six months. But if you don't review it, you'll lose it. And uh, so they just have a system, and there's lots of systems out there. On my memory cards back here that I did uh, many years ago, uh, on the back here, um, it shows, it tells me here uh, that I, I reviewed this once a week for 25 weeks, once a month for 20 months. Uh, then to every 15 times for the preceding months. I I kept records here of where I was at on that particular verse. Now, this is from many years ago. Now, it's all kept in the app, and the app keeps all of that for me. Um, But have some type of system and work it, okay? Uh, It does take work to review. It takes work to review. Uh, But we know that repetition is the key to learning. More importantly, in regards to this, it's the key to memory. The key to remember. Um, so, there was a noted Bible teacher, uh, Michael Ballister, who uh, took Bibles and distributed them in a small hamlet. And pulled. It was shortly before World War One. Ballister gave a Bible, one Bible, the only Bible that he had with him, to a villager who was converted. Uh, the new uh, believer then passed the book on to others that began as that he began to win to the Lord. Shortly, after some time, there were 200 people that had become believers through this one Bible. Because it was, World War II began, of course, Ballester had to leave. Some years later, when, after the war, when he was able to go back and visit this village, uh, he came into the village and found a group of Christians meeting together for worship. In the service, he was so excited to be reunited with them and talk and fellowship, and they were giving testimonies, and he said, Hey, would anybody here be willing to quote a verse? And people looked at him kind of like, they said, verse? Do you mean chapter? They only had one Bible. And in that group, there was 13 people that could quote the entire book of Matthew and Luke. There were several that could quote the entire book of Genesis. There were some that could quote the entire book of Psalms. One Bible that had been given to a small group of people and they had committed large portions of it to memory. We have several Bibles ourselves, but how much of it committing to memory? How much of it do we have readily available for the Lord to use? So the intent is set. Uh, that is, have a goal, find a time, find a place, set a time to be able to do it. Uh, you know, success brings excitement. Success brings excitement. Uh, As you begin to memorize, I would encourage you to start with the verses that you know. Verses in your mind, you say, well, I know that already. But you might be missing a word or two. Uh, You might not be able to call the reference. You're like, well, I know that verse, but I'm not 100% on the reference. The address I always... I don't know if it, is it 17,7 or is it 717. you know or you know just the things that you know but not quite there or maybe you haven't reviewed them in a long time. So start with those. start getting those down and putting them in the things that you have already in your mind, but maybe just need to review and start collecting that level of verses. I have in my Bible here, um, let me just flip through a couple of pages and see, Um, so I have in my Bible, I go through my Bible and if I commit a verse to memory, you can't see it because it's very small. Uh, This is underlined in green. So when I commit a verse to memory, it gets underlined in green in my Bible. And so all through my Bible, I have verses that are underlined in green. When I add another verse, I underline it in green in my Bible. And that's the only things that are underlined in green. Now when I'm preaching, I do my study, I do that in blue. And general study, I do in black. And uh, the pins that I use are in the bookstore, and they don't bleed through your pages, and they don't fade over time. With those, are in the bookstore; they're available for you. You can get those anytime, and they have really, really fine print. Uh, you know, fine tips, and they have really bold tips. If you if you got bold print and you want a more bold line, uh, because I have small print and uh, small text, I use the fine fine ones there to do this underlining, but. Have a system, start memorizing, mark it out, and you'll be shocked even how many verses you really know already. You know, like if you say, well, how many verses could you quote right now? You say, uh, five, seven, ten. But I'll bet you for many of you, it could be 25, 30, or 40 with just a little bit of review. We're just giving a little bit of review of those verses that you, you, you know, but you don't know. You know? So start with those. Start listing those out and work on those. Just get those back into your mind and then uh, add to it as you uh, continue to work. Uh, obviously, failure brings discouragement. So don't set a goal that you're going to memorize 300 verses this year. <laughs> Got to do one a day, bless God. <laughs> We're going to get 365 by the end of the year. You know, uh, That might be a little ambitious. Uh, there are some of the kids that probably could do that. Uh, you know, they memorize 50 verses in a week of camp, you know, and, and uh, of course that's just to be able to say it to somebody and uh, then it's gone. You know, it's not, it's not their long term, but they, they do that. They, they can do that. We're not quite that uh, adverse at it. Your goals, you want to have smart goals. And uh, I threw this slide in here for you. For those of you who don't know what smart goals are, you, smart goals are specific they're measurable. They're achievable. You know, you don't want to set a goal that's not achievable. You need a goal that's achievable. You need a goal that's relevant. And that is time, that has a time that you're going to get there. Uh, and so your goals this year, and, and I normally teach a pretty good lesson. I say it might not be any good, but I'm saying I take a whole lesson <laughs> and teach on on the new year and setting goals and, and establishing uh For this coming year and we will be giving out this evening our uh new year's resolution cards and you can kind of set some goals for this coming year and we have different areas where you can set goals spiritually uh physically mentally you know i want to i want to improve in this area well that is a pretty vague goal i want to improve so how are you going to improve Oh, I'm going to improve by doing this, getting specific, but not it also needs to be achievable, you know? So look at your goals that way, and as you're going to set a goal for Scripture memory, uh, set something that's achievable. Uh, how about this? Set a set amount of time that you will give to a Scripture memory. You see, I mean, I, I'm going to memorize 40 verses, and the first verse you try takes you four weeks. You know, I, I, oh man, this is so hard. This is, you know, some verses are hard. The wording is not normal for us. That, you know, they got some words maybe we don't understand, or you know that type of stuff. Trying to, and you get into a verse like that. And it's, if what your goal was is I'm going to take 15 minutes every week, or I'm going to take 10 minutes every day, or whatever it is, then you have met that goal. You've committed that 10 minutes to scripture memory. And uh, you're going to do that. And you can always do more, you know, say, oh, I'm going to, I'm, uh, you know, it, it, you need something achievable. So set, set a little bit. And if you're free or you have time or you're standing in the line at Hershey Park, then you can do a little bit more, you know. <laughs> you can, while you're, while you're there waiting. But uh, if you start making a pattern of it, you'll, you'll find that you, you're sitting in the doctor's office. Many times in the doctor's office, I've done that. I pulled my phone out, just going over my scripture memory. All the verses are right there. I can run through them. And it's so convenient with this because you have it with you all the time. Uh, I don't have to carry that big thing of uh, cards anymore. Uh, You know, and uh, you're like, oh, I wasn't supposed to wait, but now I've been waiting 25 minutes. And you got 25 minutes worked on scripture memory. Uh, But you have to have a pattern of that. You have to have that established and set up. Uh, So maybe set a goal of how much time you want to commit to it. and don't make it too high. Uh, there is great gratitude uh, in memorizing scripture. You'll be very thankful yourself. Uh, you'll be uh, blessed by God for doing it, um, and you'll, you'll be you'll be thrilled at the progress that is made in your life as you commit scripture to memory. When we get to the end of this next year. Uh, it'd be exciting to see uh, how many scriptures uh, you're able to this year commit to memory and what difference it has made in your life. Uh, Jesus used the scripture many times to stand against Satan. And uh, when that temptation comes, if you have that scripture ready at hand, we're talking about the mind and uh, controlling the mind, and, and sometimes just having something else specific to think about, something else specific to take your attention can pull you away from that temptation. Uh, but you got to have that readily available. It has to be a pattern in your life, something that's established and set up. So let me encourage you this year to commit some Scripture to memory, find something that works for you, uh, and uh, let's be involved in that. And it's going to go right with our theme this coming year of sowing bountifully. And I hope we'll sow bountifully the Word of God in our hearts this coming year. I can tell you the one that I use, uh, but... uh, there are several, and I've been using this one for years. And it might be um, there might be better ones now because this I've, I've been using this since 2000. But this one, the title is "Remember Me." Uh, it's a little red uh, icon. Um, so "Remember Me" is a little Bible app that I use uh, for scripture memory. And there there may be several others, but that's the one that I use.